page starts and when it stops, I'll leave that to you. Um, if you consider yourself still young married, that's quite fine. Um, and if not, there's, of course, um, things for all of us to learn from each stage. Uh, my topic tonight, like I said, is going to be focusing on families with young children. Um, and, of course, I have two of my own, so um, my perspective on that has um, changed quite a bit in the last seven years, uh, a little bit more. Um, also, there are right ways that we can serve in the stage of life we find ourselves. Um, there are also many things we can learn from those around us. And I probably didn't try to learn enough before I had my own children, but um, there are lots of people here at Weavertown uh, that have set excellent examples for uh, the, those of us coming behind them, uh, including our parents, of course. Um, there are some here tonight that, of course, have gone through that young children stage and are past that. Um, there are some that are currently in that. Um, and some that maybe are hoping they will be soon or um, will be in the future. Uh, if you were here last evening, you heard Lavelle talk about the older singles and their role in the church. Um, he gave us an insight for those of us that didn't maybe not reach quite that older singles stage, or at least we didn't think so before we got married. Um, he gave us some good insight from their perspective and I was thinking about that today, how each topic this week has helped me um, think about each stage um, and how, yeah, that, that person's perspective or those people's perspective on, on the church in general. And I think that's, uh, of course, probably the idea of what the committee had. And um, I'm thankful for that because it's, it's been good to hear each uh, person's perspective so far. Uh, my goal mainly for tonight is to encourage those who are currently in this stage, um, and like I said, those that may find themselves there in the future. And of course, with this being night three of Bible school, the, uh, the young families maybe aren't here quite as much, and that's understandable because if you've had young children, you know by, and especially school-age children, by night three, um, the nights between when they go to bed and get up seem shorter, and... and um, by the time the evening comes around, it's uh, maybe time to go to bed a little earlier than normal. So that's understandable. Um, the committee did give several suggestions on questions to address, and I know Lavelle talked about that last night, and I'm going to be addressing some of those tonight again. Uh, since this is Bible school, I do want to look at at least one example from the Bible. Um, one thing with the specific topic given um, I'm not sure, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm not sure you can find an exact scripture verse that specifically speaks about parents with young children, how they work in the church. Now, of course, there's examples of parents, um, there's examples of children, there's, there's both, but um, my goal or my plan for tonight is mainly to speak more from the practical side with biblical backing. Um, but I did want to talk about at least one place in the Bible where Jesus um, specifically talked about children and I believe pointed out the importance of children. 
Um, and that's a familiar verse, and you don't have to turn there if you don't want, but uh, Matthew 19, uh, verses 13 to 15, and I'll just read them here. Then, then were there brought unto him little children, that he should put his hands on them and pray. And the disciples rebuked them. But Jesus said, Suffer little children, and forbid them not to come unto me, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. And he laid his hands on them and departed thence. You know, I've often had a question and thought about when I read that, who were these people that brought the children? Now, I'm assuming they were the parents. I don't know if the Bible tells us that, but if you read a lot of children's Bible story books, of course, the, uh, the picture there shows the mom or the dad probably bringing the, uh, the children to Jesus. Um, but I think that's a, it's a powerful example to me as a parent of young children to think about um, how important it is for me to bring the children to Jesus and how Jesus views children coming to him from a young age. Um, and also encouraging for me to read different places when Jesus spoke about or cared for children. Um, and thinking of, of us being the children of God, it's a beautiful picture, I believe. The first question that I want to address that was given by the committee is um, how can we as parents of young children be involved in the church? Uh, like I mentioned earlier, we are busy people. Um, I didn't ask Joseph what the attendance was Sunday night, but as you can see, the attendance night is probably close to half of that. Um, we are busy people. I've wondered already, and we had this discussion recently with, with uh, and also a father of young children, how years ago, and maybe some of the older people can answer this question, um, how it worked back then to have weeks on end of meetings, revival meetings, whatever it might have been. Um, we've heard it talked about many times. How it worked back then to do that and for children, I mean for families with young children to attend regular um, today, I don't know. Um, one thing I think is different and maybe this is good or bad, is there's, there's uh, less and less fathers who are working around home. We're not farmers. We're not working uh, with our families every day. And so, as this man put it, he said, well, if I would, he often leaves for work by maybe six o'clock in the morning and may not come home till six or close to that. So he said, if we would have um, Bible school or meetings, whatever it may be, for two weeks on end, um, he could count on his fingers and toes, how many hours he might spend with his children when they're awake, and um, whether that's good or bad. Um, our children are early young once, uh, so I believe being busy with them is okay. Um, and that's, that's, I don't have to explain that to anybody that had young children, being busy with them is, is understandable and, and um, is quite expected. I believe we can serve the church best by caring well for our families first. Um, a number of years ago, I was at Bible school and I was there with a, a young man from another state and he was talking about, um, well, we were, in a, we were in a Christian family class together and, and he told me later, he said, uh, there were several examples of, of course, family and fathers and he said, um, growing up, his dad was ordained when he was very young uh, when, when this boy was very young, very young child, and he said, um, 
it was difficult for him. Um, he, at a young age, remembers feeling neglected, he thought, by his father because he was so busy. And um, I'm sure the pastors and, and uh, here can understand a busy schedule. Um, but he said, um, and it actually, for him, um, it caused relational issues with his dad for years. Um, thankfully, they were able to reconcile that. And his dad later remarked that um, he recognized too late maybe that what he was too busy and there were things that he could have changed. Um, but of course, at that point, it was, it was too late. Um, I believe it's okay to focus for the focus to be on our families in our current stage of life. Uh, there are still ways to serve and support the church while doing that. Um, somebody recently made the remark, he said, if you have young children, they are your priority now, uh, and that's okay. Uh, I also believe our children need to learn the importance of church life and attendance from an early age. Um, Krista and I were both privileged to be raised in homes that we recognized that church events were important. And I'm thankful for my in-laws, my parents aren't here tonight, but I'm thankful for what we were taught in that. Um, for me as a father of young children, I, I guess I ask myself the question sometimes, am I teaching that to my children? Is that, is that something that I view as important? Um, church attendance and, and support and following Christ, of course, too, but um, the actual supporting our church in ways that we can. The tools that we have today, um, including the live stream, um, are excellent tools, I believe. Um, they are, if you can say, a necessary technology, I believe that's correct. Um, but they can easily enable us to stay at home quicker. It's easier just to stay at home. We can still feel part of it. We can still hear what was said um, without a whole lot of effort. Um, and saying that, that's no bad reflection on those who may be listening in right now. Um, I don't mean it that way. But it is easy for me, it's easy for us, I believe, to use that as, a, as an excuse or reason not to attend a service. Uh, I remember when I was younger, um, hearing, while sitting up with the youth, hearing crying and screaming children behind me, and of course at that point I didn't understand how hard it might be to uh, bring a child to church and keep them quiet. So if the baby cries in the back, that's all right, I don't mind. Uh, I soon learned that that's, that's not the easiest thing, and, and um, you know, Val talked about it last night too, so maybe this is a fairly common thing for people that don't have children to think about. Uh, sometimes the easiest thing for us as parents of young children would be to stay at home. Um, we might, besides the fact of, of trying to keep our children quiet, we may wonder sometimes what they actually get out of it, especially at a young age. Um, my son Zach is two, and he, uh, of course, picks up on things pretty quick, as small children do. Um, so he often sits with me during a sermon, and sometimes, you know, you're trying to keep him busy, and and I try to hear as much as I can of the sermon. Sometimes I wonder, you know, how much I'm actually getting out of it. But recently he started singing um, parts of hymns that we would have sung in church. And, and that, that spoke to me because I, I realized then, even though he may be sitting there the whole time, you know, playing with a toy or reading a book or something, he was obviously still listening um, and learning something. 
and that even at a young age of two, um, that, that tells me something. I want to look at a couple uh, practical ways that we can be involved um, in church as young families uh, while still, I believe, maintaining a healthy balance of time uh, with our families and with our children. Um, I also recognize it's going to look different for each person, so we need to find our own balance. And the things I'm going to talk about are not, by far, not the only options. They're not the only right things. Um, so there are many other ways that, that you can be involved. Uh, one of those is uh, being on a committee or committees. Um, I put committees in there because I think some people maybe are capable of serving on multiple ones and still uh, being able to maintain that healthy balance. Um, but in a church our size, of course, there are lots and lots of committees. Um, I don't know how many that is. I'm sure Nate or somebody could tell us. Um, but there are lots and lots of committees, so there's lots of um, people needed to serve on those committees. Uh, the other one is teaching Sunday school. Um, obviously, teaching Sunday school is not going to take a whole lot of time outside of your actual class. Um, and it's an excellent way to serve um, in the church. Another one may be having a topic. Um, so public speaking isn't exactly a favorite of mine. Um, I don't necessarily enjoy it that much. Um, but it's good for me to do it occasionally. Um, and I believe that's an excellent way for us to um, grow. And it's an excellent way for us to, to minister and to be involved in church. Uh, the other one is by taking meals. Um, this could be baby meals or for sick people or just for generally people that you know might need a, a little lift. Um, and there's also a, uh, people that organize those meals, so especially for the ladies, one place you can get involved um, and be involved in that. And if somebody's looking for a job with the baby meals, my wife could probably be willing to pass that on after a while. She's taking care of that. Uh, it's, uh, that's one way that the people in church can... Ladies in church can be involved um, in helping in that way. It's often kind of behind the scenes part, but um, it's an important part, I believe. The other one is uh, visiting the older people. And this one, um, growing up, well, after we started coming here to Weavertown, we uh, spent a number of Sunday evenings visiting the older people. And to my parents' credit, that's why I actually know a lot of the people the way I do. Um, don't ask me how it's going with my family, but we'll work on that. No, I think it's it's an excellent way that we can learn to know, our children can learn to know the older people. Um, in a church our size, too, it's, uh, I think it's okay if we maybe spend uh, more time visiting the same people sometimes as well, um, whether it's our grandparents or, or uh, otherwise, but um, finding ways to visit people that way. Uh, the other one is by writing cards, notes, or giving um, gifts to the older people or people that you know that are going through difficulties. Um, there are many people in our church that um, you know, are going through difficult times, whether it's health or whether it's um, family, whatever it may be. Uh, there's many, many ways that we can encourage people in that way as well. Another question that the uh, committee had suggested was, uh, what are ways that others challenge or encourage me by what they are doing? 
to be a tool for building the church. Um, a number of the ideas I listed earlier are not original with me. Um, there are ways that I've seen people be involved in the church, um, and there are examples that, that I've seen uh, personally that have challenged me in that way. Uh, we're blessed with many caring people in the church, and um, over the years as I was involved in different committees and, and um, areas of the church, I realized how many people uh, work behind the scenes, as we say, and make the church um, function as it does, and that's, that's a challenge to me. There's a lot of positions there that are out front and everybody sees them, but there's a lot that are uh, behind the scenes that are also very important. One other way, um, when you are that committee person asking somebody, it's always nice when the people are willing to do what you're asking them. So I guess the question is, am I that willing person? And the third question, um, what does being a part of a church mean to me? And Lavelle went through this last night and listed um, a number of ways that I, that I had, a um, number of uh, things that he mentioned as well. But uh, one is the fellowship, um, being with a group of believers. Um, it's kind of interesting to me. I don't, I don't uh, put too much stock in, in some Google answers, but if you do a general Google search of um, what being a chart, part of a church means to a person, one of the first things that comes up is um, fellowshipping with other believers, and, and the other one is um, being, being accountable to others. And I thought, well, that's, I mean, that's kind of a given, I guess, being a part of church, but, but this is some of the places that the examples were given from were from a wide range of, of um, church groups. And sometimes it's almost easy to view some of the larger churches as places where people go in and out the doors and hardly have any connection. Uh, but to actually think about that, the actual fellowship that people um, want. Uh, the other one is accountability, uh, being a part of, uh, in a church our size, being a part of a small group uh, for closer connection is important. Uh, Lowell gave the illustration last evening about the, um, the post standing up here by itself, and, and I thought about that with um, how there's strength in numbers or strength in having people around us. Um, that help us stand and help us um, be supported. I found a quote which I liked. Uh, it says, we go to church to give something to God, which is our worship. Also a helping hand or encouragement to our brothers and sisters and to hear the scripture broken down and discussed so we can put it into practice. I think that's a, a neat way to describe um, our church life. Uh, the, the fourth question I have, uh, what is my vision for the church? As I was thinking about this, it was helpful for me to think about um, some of the current strengths of Weavertown Church. Um, I know Weavertown Church is not perfect um, by any means, but I do appreciate the church, and, and as I get older especially, I think about um, a lot of the strengths that we have. Um, I've spent time with others from other churches, and I know we don't want to compare churches too much, but I, I do really appreciate uh, what we have here. Um, one of those is the strong leadership and biblical teaching that we have, our ministry team, and the way that they spend time um, preparing the sermons and um, ministering to us in that way 
is a, a big uh, strength, I believe. Another one is the uh, diverse age groups that we have, uh, including a large older member base, um, which there are a lot of churches that do not have that. And that, I believe, is a big strength, and I appreciate those of you that are sitting toward the front here tonight. Um, that having people that are here and have been here for many years, um, and maybe for some it's harder for them to be out in the front and working. They've done all that in the past. Um, we know they're still there supporting the church, and um, they're an important part of the church. Uh, the other one is an established youth group. and. Um, of course, the youth group has been going for many years, but um, the youth group that we have is an important part of the church as well, and of course, the, uh, the future generation. Uh, the many opportunities we have for many to be involved, um, a church our size, of course, like I said earlier, takes a lot of people to operate, and um, having a larger church, of course, makes extra challenges with that, with um, needing more people involved. And the last one is focusing our focus on missions and serving, uh, whether it's here at home with tourists or local visitors, um, the involvement in children's ministry, or by the way we support those who go to the mission field. Um, I think you know maybe our missionaries can tell us better how how much they feel supported. But we hear different times from missionaries how they feel supported by those of us at home, and I think that's very very important because. Um, to be able to send missionaries, we need to be willing to support them. Um, so I want to close with um, just a couple lines here yet from um, to finish out uh, my vision for the church. While the way that we do some of these things may change slightly as the world around us changes, um, I believe the things we focus on do not do not need to change. And um, I want to be involved in and support in the ways that I and my family are able to. Um, the way the church has been operating for many, many years, like I said, there's been small changes here and there as, as the world around us changes. Um, and some of those some of those are necessary, but, but the core of what we believe and the teaching that we have is very, very important. I, I want to see that continue. I appreciate your attention tonight. Um, you can stand and we'll close with prayer. Thank you, Lord, for this evening. Thank you for uh, the blessing of the time we can spend together here. Um, thank you for the church and for um, what we've heard so far from Lowell this weekend with the, uh, the examples of what the church is. Um, thank you for him and his time he's spending here this week. Pray that you go with us this evening and uh, watch over us as we go from here. Thank you and pray in Jesus' name. Amen. You are dismissed.